0: John Farinacci we already knew he wasn't gonna sign with the Coyotes but he signed with a team in the Eastern Conference and Yan Yanique wants out let's get right into it you're locked on Coyotes your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
1: welcome to the show everybody this is locked on coyotes your number one daily podcast on the arizona coyotes i am your host robin leonio alongside matthew jacobson We want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day we are free and available everywhere you get your podcast including on youtube and on the serious XM radio app. Just be a sur- be sure to search up locked on coyotes. We got a good episode
0: for you guys today. We're going to talk it, a little bit about coyotes we're prospects, about losing prospects. Is this a good one? Is, is this going to be the fun, good, high-quality content we normally talk about, Robin?
1: It's not the fun, you know, arena speculation like we did earlier this week. I know a lot of you guys had fun poking fun at us for choosing for, – for, like, speculating that it might be a recharge pond in Mesa, but
0: – <laughs> I know. didn't even read the comments on that. Were the comments fun? Should I go back and read the comments on that some one? Some of them. Some of them. <laughs> All right. Maybe I should.
1: Um, All right. I'll just say uh, one of them was, like, hey, uh, Blackhawks fans would love that site. If you know the site, the area, of course, you would make sense.
0: Oh, but, yeah, because the, the it's right – not that far away. I think it's basically across the street from the Cubs. Yeah, uh, exactly. Site. So we got Boston signs another former Coyotes prospect, and this one is is not a a uh, uh, shall we say questionable moral individual. This one is definitely a better signing for Boston. John Farinacci. This one angers me. I I, I get it. We already knew it's a two year entry level contract worth one point eight two million dollars. Mm-hmm. This kid was good in Harvard last year. And I, I feel I, I, I feel kind of uh, misled and lied to, not because he said he was gonna sign in Arizona or anything, but because like I actually invested in this kid as an ASU fan paying attention to a couple other colleges cuz the Coyotes have some college prospects and i'm like oh, i was actually paying attention to Harvard as much as i could he's the captain of the team 19 games 5 goals 15 assists 20 points above a point per game 1 point more than the previous season in which he played 29 games so 10 more games he yeah, had more goals but you know just less points this guy is a very solid nhl level prospect and according to craig morgan's reporting Bill Armstrong stated they've been trying to sign him for the last couple of years. And I just hate how it didn't work out. And then he signs with Boston for nothing. And and like I said, at the very least he, this, this one doesn't commit hate crimes, but why do we got to keep losing our, our players to Boston for nothing?
1: It really is upsetting. I mean, it's this one, it definitely does sting and going back to when, we knew already that Farinacci wasn't going to sign with the Coyotes. I kind of said how upsetting that was at the moment because, you know, it's funny what, and I kind of make this comparison just mainly because it's the way it's, it's the connection that I use to kind of tell you, you know, how, how much I've been following John Farinacci. And it's, you know, when I first took the reign as host of locked on Coyotes, John Farinacci was, was dominating the world junior championship, and that was my topic for the first couple of days. My first episode, I think my first two episodes had like at least a segment or an entire episode dedicated to John Ferronacci. And I'm like, Oh, the coyotes are gonna be great once he gets here. Um, and he's not, he's going to freaking Boston instead. Um, of all cities, has gotta be Boston, it's gotta be why. And again, Yucky, right, at least, like. Like, you know, it's, I mean, maybe Boston got it, you know, at least, <laughs> you know, they, they, hey, sure, they might like the sign form of coyotes. And you, like you said, it this te- at least this one doesn't have a questionable past.
0: I am trying to figure out where Harvard is. I know it's up there in, in, uh, on the East Coast. It it's is up there in is... New England, the New England area. Yeah, Cambridge. So, like, I, it makes sense. But it's just, from what I can tell, this kid's a very complete prospect. And uh, I'm actually looking at his his Elite Prospects page right now. Quote, Farinacci's best asset is his shot. He has a quick release and uh, gets good wood on his shot. If you're getting a guy that can have a a somewhat NHL-level shot, that helps. And it just, he's also, he's related to a lot of people. Ryan Donato's his cousin. His brother, Anthony are We're not, we're moving on. But like it, it sucks because this this kid had that mindset of hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And it instantly made me fall in love with with the idea of this kid being on this team because I want people with the correct attitude. People are going to yep. come in here and work. That is a Bill Armstrong guy drafted two years before Bill gets here. Before Bill's first draft, I think his first is 2021 because 2020 he wasn't allowed to participate. So, two years before his first draft, this is a Bill Armstrong type player and we lose him for nothing. And it, again, according to that article Craig Morgan uh, released a couple of days ago, they tried. And I get the logic. I was not aware of this before, but in case anyone else watching this was like me and, and was not aware, uh, you don't draft kids from Harvard because it is, it's so hard to get into Harvard, most kids will not leave early. So, if you're going to spend all four years there anyway, you might as well wait the extra four or five months and get to pick where you want to go. So, it's just another example of a Harvard kid. I think the other biggest example, is, is it Fox who forces his way to the Rangers? There was, there was a kid that forced his way to the Rangers. I think it was a defenseman. and. Literally, force the way over. I will not sign with the team that the draft debate. You got another prospect that does this. So, uh, pretty much moving forward, if you draft a kid that's committed to Harvard, you should probably get fired because it's not going to work out well for you.
1: I remember, I mean, I don't, sure, this wasn't really crazy on the draft. This player didn't really, turn, you know, make out too much, but. Uh, it happens, you know, it happens. I was talking and uh, they, who's this player? Um, uh, Merrick, remember Merrick Madsen? Um, goalie, one of the goalie prospects.
0: Yes. He played for, uh, for Tucson for a couple of years, didn't he? And then he went over yeah, to Europe. He
1: was, he, he was pretty good behind, um,
0: that was the Aiden Hill days. Or that behind was like, right Hill.
1: yeah, I think Hunter Miska was still there for some reason.
0: I miss Hunter Miska, dude. Uh, but He was not but, a bad goalie
1: but Merrick Madsen was there um, was part of that team and he was pretty he was on that good team too and i i it was funny too cuz i you know everyone i was covering the team for 5 for howling at the time and uh, i asked my 5 for howling um uh, readers i was like hey what questions would you like me to ask Harvard grad Merrick Madsen and literally it was like why like what would you be doing if it weren't for hockey? And I forgot what he said. What he said um, exactly? Um, it's been it was been it's been several years ago. I think he did accounting, so like being like in some like you know uh, another accounting firm. But he said, luckily, I don't have to do that because I still get to play like, my, the game I love a little bit longer. Um, for but, for
0: a little bit, hey, we got a, oh, couple <laughs> yeah, you a couple more years. Yeah. yet a couple more years. <laughs> oh uh, but, but you
1: know that's but then again that was beside the point
0: that was like again he didn't even make it the nhl um he didn't even get the one game played he didn't even get the one the one cup of coffee
1: maybe i want to say maybe he got one shot uh, I, I will say this i do like um i i i do love his uh twitter handle i think that's if he still uses that twitter handle Um, I am true. He does still have that Twitter handle. You know what his Twitter handle is? What? At Miracle on Ice. <laughs>
0: that's awesome. Are you ready for for the word from FanDuel, Robin? Oh, Just throw weird. it out to the audience. All right, we got a word from FanDuel, sponsor of, of this show. Football season is about to kick off and Fan Duels, giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on the Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick a team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every single victory you can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's fanduel.com slash locked on.
1: You know, Matt, just 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 to annoy you, I'm gonna I'm gonna, you know, bet on the 49ers for that, just so
0: I can keep getting my money so I can get my free bets. I am uh. five minutes away from just not doing a show with you anymore. <laughs> you, uh, well, I, I not only do I have to deal with a Californian, I got to deal with a Northern Californian. All right. Literally, literally crap covered streets. And you still want to, you want to glorify, you want to glorify the, the, the saber Cats and the 49 ers I hate the Cardinals by the way, but I'm an Arizona boy. I'm going to root for those Redbirds to hopefully go back to St. Louis, but I'm going to root for them. Because I'm, I'm an Arizona boy. I hate my life. Anyway, we got a couple more prospects to talk about. This one, I'll keep it uh short and sweet. Uh, this one Anthony Romano, he was picked by the Coyotes sixth round, 176 overall. Uh, he was not signed by the team. He's going back to Clarkson for one more year. That will be his super senior year. Best of luck to you moving forward. Uh, not a whole lot to comment on that, but we do have a story with Jan Yanique. Yan Yannick is a player that I very much like in Tucson, but it appears, well, I, I was going to give you a, a, a paraphrase of a conversation I had in one of the couple of games he had, he gets called up, he took two penalties after playing almost no time on the ice, got immediately set back down, and I didn't get to watch that part of the game I was working, but the individual I was talking to is pretty much like, yeah, no, he went out there, committed some bad penalties, and wasn't even playing tonight. He was terrible. Yep, for Tucson, seven goals, uh, 16 assists, 23 points in 30 games. Uh, Season prior, 21-22, 51 games, 17 goals, 30 assists, 47 points. Definitely a bit of a step back, but also less games played. Uh, I know he had a couple of, of little cups of coffee in the NHL. I do believe he was also dealing with a minor injury down there. But this is a kid at the AHL level is fine. Middle sixer, AHL, I'm completely okay with that. I like him in that role he kind of feels replaceable and allegedly look his agent is uh, I think Alan Walsh who is a mega douche by the way blocked me on Twitter because I, I rightfully pointed out the fact that he's crying constantly crying about the triple hard salary cap when literally him and his associates stand to make more money by having a luxury tax system. You're not doing this for the players. You're doing it because it opens up the checkbook for you. Anyway, little side rant out of the way. I don't I don't like Alan Walsh. I I got that axe to grind. You know, he's represented Walk by Alan Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the same guy, isn't it? That's the same guy. <laughs> isn't the same guy? Wow, this guy's been a mega douche for years. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, Alan Walsh, mega douche. Uh, that, that's that got to be borderline. It's got to be PG-13. I think I can get away with that one, but just in case we got to talk it to you, that's going on me. But seriously, he, he's got a cancerous representation, let's just say. And he's not even that good. This is not an attack on Yan himself. He's a decent AHL player. I like him. In the mm-hmm. AHL, I just don't see him translating to the NHL, which kind of sucks. But it is what it is; it happens.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, especially someone that was drafted, uh third round, right? Yeah, third round.
0: Yeah, his uh, was it's right here. Yeah, third round, sixty fifth overall, twenty eighteen. That's so you like know, you, d- you don't
1: expect much from him, and you thought he'd. Do, uh, I mean, I thought it would maybe take a few years for him to develop. But I I definitely knew I saw him as a power forward because that's what I saw him in Tucson as and I'm like, I just want to see more every year I kept saying that but he just feel like I felt like he either was progressing really slowly or he hit his ceiling. Mm -hmm. I saw I was like, Okay, this is where he's gonna be. I don't think he's going to get much past that. and It is unfortunate because I was hopeful for him. but yeah, I think it's it really interesting the fact that we're 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 at this stage we're talking about him <clears throat> potentially not being a part of the Coyotes anymore. Um, as he uh, was it what did he request a trade.
0: Like- uh, I I I I probably should bring up the article real quick, but I'm pretty sure it was they are exploring trade options was the exact quote. But I'll just call it officially a paraphrase. So that the article is not in front of me at this very second. But it's just, this perplexed me, because, again, decent AHLer, No hard feelings. I do, I I will not change my mind on Yan himself. Decent AHLer, like him in Tucson. I would like him to remain in Tucson this season. Last year was a setback, but he's a point-per-game playoff player, because he has three playoff games, three points, uh, It looks like you're about to say something, Robin. You wanted to chime in here real quick?
1: No, go ahead. Keep
0: going. Oh, all right. I just wanted to make sure I was was giving you the opportunity, but no. It's like, decent player. I would like him to stay in Tucson. What is your trade market? Because at the NHL level, his best performance uh, is a goal per game player in 2020-2021, where he had two games played and two goals, and then 21-22, where he actually had a solid little stint, 13 games, two goals, one assist, three points. Uh, Again, very small sample sizes, but he hasn't really done that much and it also like it started off well was okay for the second year no impact at all last year and then again i think he was dealing with a minor injury as well i don't know what his trade market is i don't know what he thinks the trade market is his best option genuinely might just be go play in europe for the year and then try out for other teams next year when you're a a ufa because i don't know where the market is unless we're taking on A bad player that has a a year or two left on their contract they just want to get rid of, I don't see it because who's going to give up a draft pick for him? Oh, we can wait a year and and try him out in a year. He can develop one more year in Europe. Okay, why waste the asset? And again, nothing against Yan. I'm just looking at it from a business perspective. What is the market here?
1: It's definitely a good question. You know, I think it's tough because, like, There are, I'm I'm sure there's a there's a team that's maybe looking for a power forward that at, at the very least can utilize him as like a top line AHL or like, like mm-hmm. a quadruple A player who can probably who can easily get some stint minutes in the uh, in the NHL. And the, with the coyote system with the right, <laughs> which which surprisingly I'm it's surprising that I'm saying this with the depth they have already in forwards he's just moving further and further down that it just doesn't fit regardless of what his size is i think what he's 6'1 185 and he's got okay size but other players are not or outs not are either outsizing him or out or just play have as a better skill or, mm-hmm. or both and it just he just doesn't he's just like not yeah he's just not making it there so Maybe the team that fits that that he fits their mold a little bit better and is able to get the minutes a little bit better. I just don't see it in Arizona.
0: No, it, it just Tucson could use him this year, but he, ch- I, 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 okay, this, this, it's always sounds weird to say it, but I, I'm going to assume you guys understand what I'm saying here. He chose a bad year to have a down year last year it's not even about the cup of coffee in Arizona and you take a couple bad penalties in one of your only two games. It's not a good look, but even in Tucson, he was still below a point per game. And with how talented this kid can be, I would expect a little more out of someone who should be solidly top six in Tucson because he showed it right about a point per game in 2021, 22, 47 points in 51 games, 30 of those being assists. He also, Has an okay pass. This is a solid player that just, again, I do believe, off the top of my head, he was dealing with a minor injury last year because he clearly missed some time. But it just, you chose the worst possible year with a system that has so many kids coming up. So many laneways are being clogged up. I just think the timing of everything was terrible.
1: And it especially doesn't help where, again, sure, He's, you know, he still got some build, but mm-hmm. I think, but especially, still, doesn't help that he's a Chike kid and not an Armstrong kid.
0: Yeah, and if he was an, and look, six one, one ninety two, that's decent size. He's a, you know, listed as a winger slash center. I've mostly only seen him play at wing, but I do believe he also played some center in Tucson. Uh, I've seen a couple yeah. of, of lineups, so he, he does play both. He both theoretically should be a perfect Armstrong guy and also kind of feels like he wouldn't be. And it's one of the weirdest things to attempt to describe because obviously he loves him some power forwards, but when the power forwards at 22 are starting to have down years offensively, that's kind of a problem because normally power forwards are supposed to regress in their late 20s, early 30s, not early 20s. And I don't know what would be in front of him. I don't know what would be blocking him. I don't know down in Tucson. It, it seems like the offense got better last year, but he didn't. It was still okay. It was decent. I, I'm not, again, I, I'm not changing my mind on the kid. He's not a, a bad player or anything. Oh, yeah, you're right. You got these kids coming up. What the the hell are we doing here acting like you got a trademark I just – I I have to believe this is coming from Alan Walsh. Mega douche Alan Walsh. I have to believe that because Yan seems like a decent kid, (coughs) decent player. I have to believe if we realize this as fans – we realize it as as nobody YouTubers that wants to pretend on media. I guarantee agents and and people within the, the business, other coaches, other GMs realize it too. Yan probably outlived his usefulness in this system because he was still around when we didn't have that many prospects. Now we have too many and one remaining contract. I mean, slot. We're
1: talking about him being on a Tucson team that's got. Let me take a look. It's going to have. uh John Leonard, um Ben McCartney, Ryan McGregor, um Josh Done, Milos Kellerman, Akuratu. Probably like Liam
0: cook Liam Kirk? I, <laughs> I hope so. I want to see more from Liam Kirk. Dude, I, I just I, I'm so he played okay in the in the ECHL, just good. I, I just I, and I think he played okay Injury on loan. Plagued
1: him. His very first game in Tucson, he got injured. And I felt so bad. I was excited to see him. I really wanted to get a Liam Kirk Kachina Roadrunners jersey. I was excited for him to be a part of the
0: Roadrunners. And, Uh, like, there's still time. Like, he's still got time on the contract. But, like, you know, 11 points in 15 games last year in the ECHL. I need this kid playing in Tucson. And also on load, he had 19 points in 25 games in Liga. Solid numbers. I need you in Tucson. I need you on the first line. I need you producing. Because I still like Liam Kirk. Unfortunately, he's probably not even top 15 in the system anymore. Because they have too many, because I have too many I, players. I, I, I
1: still have belief that Liam Kirk could be one of those seventh-round diamond in the reps, but
0: he know. can be, and I hope he is. But like with how many prospects we got, he ain't top 15 no more. And that oh, makes no. me sad. He can't, he can't be. No. <laughs> that makes me sad. Anyway, we, we are so off, so off track. Apologize. Get back to Yan Unique. I don't understand the logic here. I genuinely don't get it. He's probably going to have to go to Europe or sit. And for athletes that are developing, sitting is the worst possible thing you could do. So he's going to Europe. I'm just going to call my shot down. The kid's going to Europe. He'll be a UFA next year because I know he wants to chase his NHL dream. And I do hope he finds a bottom six role in the NHL. Because at the AHL, he has a different use than he does in the NHL. A bottom six role anywhere next year – fully supportive of that i just don't know what the hell is like is the logic behind this because there is no market you're right. Really, there, there just isn't
1: <laughs> you know it's interesting because like you know there are players who i believe it's kind of funny that i believe play better in the nhl than in the ahl mm-hmm. um i don't think guy is one of those um I was kind of, kind of saying another player that kind of floated around and is also on a contract here. Victor Sodostrom. I still, still think he's got some years to develop, but he does play better at the NHL level than he does at the AHL level. It just so happens that it just there's a lot of moving parts that still needs more seasoning, but
0: it's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's frustrating. I'm, I am. I am just flabbergasted and annoyed. And again, I I'm, I don't want to blame it on Yan himself. The kid is just trying to chase his dream. The kid probably knows, like the rest of us, he doesn't really have a spot here anymore, and and his agent is just mega douching it up. And and now we got to deal with, <laughs> we got to deal with the the repercussions. Uh, and look, this it's gonna make him look bad. Because uh, I guarantee if you just see the headline, oh, Unique's demanding a trade. First off, all right, people that are good in Arizona don't get the proper credit until they're number four overall in Calder votes. And even then, they're still not going to get the credit. All right, unless you're lost in Krause and they're saying, oh, you're great, but we'll give you a a fourth round pick for him. We'll we'll take him off your hands. Stupidity, right? So we're already not in the market that's going to get the credit. But then you got a kid that's just kind of pretty good in the AHL demanding a trade. <laughs> You're gonna read the headline and be like, who the hell are you?
1: <laughs> I almost forgot about him at one point. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. We still have Jan and Nick.
0: Like and again, I'm sorry. I, I I don't think Jan will watch this. And if you do, I want to make it clear one last time. We don't we are do not hate you. We're not mad at you. Like, we're just kind no, of yeah. know, flabbergasted at, at the situation. I have one of your game-used jerseys over here that I won at, at, at an auction, uh, a lottery, at, I think, the, the game I went to go watch Josh Jones' first game. Sitting over there, Yann unique I don't know why it was Yann unique but that was the that was the jersey raffle that night. I like Yann unique You got to call your agent and tell him to shut the hell up, man. You got to call your agent and be like, dude, give me a one-year contract walk me to free agency or whatever the hell or like give me a one year like like you know uh uh uh, i'll prove myself contract and then trade him at the deadline like score 25 for tucson and can earn your way the hell out of here (laughs) yeah i mean you know
1: i i could also just put a diss you know a diss on my own city that i lived in for seven years but maybe he just is sick and tired of
0: living in tucson I'm sick I mean, and tired of thinking about Tucson, and I live nowhere near there. He's lived <laughs> what?
1: He's lived there less years than I did, but
0: we don't believe in Tucson down here. ASU, ASU. I got nothing behind me to back me up. By the way, I gotta, no. I gotta fix that anyway.
1: See that? Yeah, see that, fire that, your agent behind me, Matt. See that picture? That is, a, that, is that is I mean, it's hard because that light that. This light is kind of blocking it, but that is a U from a U of A hockey game that I took a picture of.
0: Well, U of A stinks. Anyway, Yan, fire your agent. Uh, try to see if Tucson will sign you to a one-year AHL contract. And there you go. Just see what. Just see what the hell happens. <laughs> I I think he would not be allowed to because he's an RFA, but I don't know. Maybe. G- g- I mean, it's- talk to Bill Armstrong for a one-year contract. <laughs> Figure it out. Cause like he rejected the qualifying offer. I don't get it. I just I don't I don't get it. Qualifying offer? What, what's?
1: I mean I don't even know what his minimum his uh, minor league salary. I think was it was right.
0: like seven seventy five k. I think that was his but qualifying offer. He that rejected that would,
1: it. But that would have been his if he made it to the NHL. But minor league salary is a little bit different
0: unless it's a one-way contract, then you're guaranteed the same number, but I guarantee yeah, it, it wouldn't be one think... a one-way contract. I mean, you'd probably
1: try to ask for a one-way, but they wouldn't have given it to him.
0: I mean, just to have this over with, maybe. I don't know. This is a weird saga. Like, this is not Jacob Chikrin is okay with leaving. This is not, like, a a good NHLer wants out. This is Jan I just, I just... Do the outro before I, I get someone out of me. Do the outro. I just don't get it.
1: Well, I guess that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe if you have yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcast, including on YouTube and the Sirius XM radio app. Don't forget to interact with us on social media or on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Locked on Coyotes on the app, formerly known as Twitter, at L-O underscore Coyotes. I'm personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Matt Jacobson's at the AZ Sports Guy. Interact with us. Ask a question you might have, we might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked on Coyotes podcast. Also, you can make fun of us for our proposal earlier this week because you know why not?
0: Um <laughs> <laughs> make fun of us for whatever you want. I yeah. I like it. Because I'm blissfully unaware. I barely checked the comments. Like you could be calling me uh, Chubbs McKenzie, and I'm not gonna realize. I don't, I don't read the comments.
1: I will, I will. I will tell this to everyone. To to all all those listeners out there. I do read almost each one of your comments, unless you write me a paragraph.
0: I'm not reading that.
1: <laughs> like a like a short story. I'm I'm not reading a novel, guys. I'm not reading. I'm a not novel. reading
0: that. I'm sorry for you, or I'm keep happy it, for you. Keep,
1: keep it short. Keep it simple. I'll, I'll be more than happy to respond to you and interact with you guys. But Just anyways. comment,
0: fire AZ sports guy. There you go. Just, com- just comment that.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> but that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked on Coyote's Podcast. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.